Jesus, an amazing God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. From the very start of this service, if you would have noticed that the focus has been on Jesus. From the very first song and to the very last song. In fact, I'm going to preach to you about Jesus. That's the title, Jesus. Praise God. A name above all names. Right. Amen. A name that is so powerful. Yes. A name that can bring help and hope. Right. Would you stand with me for the reading of the word? One scripture, Matthew 6, verse number 9. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You can be seated. Turn to someone and say, Jesus. Thank you. Jesus taught his disciples, this is how you pray. And he went through a litany of things to, to say and, and, and how to exactly pray. And he, he said, our, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. I preached on this before, and I want to bring it to you once again in a different way, I guess. But let's look closely at this. The start of prayer, recognizing God, our Father, which is in heaven. The very start of the prayer, recognizing God, a God that knows all, a God that uh, is in, in an elevated place above all creatures and above all creation, a God that is so powerful and wonderful. And next we are commanded to say, hallowed be thy name. What does really, what does that mean? Holy is your name. You see, we acknowledge him above all things. We worship him above everything. And as I've said it before, our declaring God holy does not make him so. Why would, why would Jesus teach them this? Why would this be the first part of prayer? What does it, what does it elevate? Jesus. Not really. But it elevates him in our esteem. It causes us to begin to look at him in a different way. It causes us to begin to decide that, that we need to place him above everything in our life. Jesus. John 10 and 10 declares, The thief cometh not but, to kill, but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. I am come that you might have life, and they may have it more abundantly. Jesus declares the purpose that he came is to give you and I life. He declares that, that, that the purpose of, of, of everything that he did was to bring life to us. Praise God. If I'm going to preach an hour or so, I'm going to have to take off the coat. Thank you, Brother J.J. The purpose is to give you life. 
When we follow Jesus, we have life. Not only life, but the Word of God says abundant life, superior quality of life, a super superior quality of life, uh, an abundant life, a more satisfying life. And that's what Jesus gave to us. One writer says, in Jesus, we live and breathe and have our being. In Jesus Christ. A lot of been, has been said about Jesus in the, in the last few weeks. But, but I, I want to really focus. I want this church to focus on, on Jesus. I want us to focus on, on him. You know, we, I, I mentioned in the, in the Bible study a, a couple of weeks ago how that it is mentioned in our world. Well, uh, now wait just a minute. Uh, you know, isn't, uh, isn't there just one God? And don't people worship all the same God? The Word of God tells us that the only way, Jesus said, and, and, and uh, I'll, I'll quote it again, John 14 and 16, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. It's through Jesus Christ. When we begin to understand that name, that name is so wonderful, that name is so glorious. So when we begin to look at that, that that's what Jesus gave us. Not only that, but we are promised eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. I need to elevate my love and respect for Jesus Christ. I need to elevate my, my uh, uh, gratitude for him. I need to elevate my devotion to Jesus Christ. I need to recognize that David McBride needs Jesus more than anything else in the world. I need you, Jesus. We sing that song, I need you, Jesus. Come to my rescue. We need Jesus. Every hour we need Jesus. Every day we need Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. I cannot live without you, Jesus. When Jesus was in his ministry on earth, you could ask, what was the most important thing that he did? You might say, well, I would say the most important thing was healing. Well, that's, that's very important. He set a precedent for, for healing. You might hear that preaching the gospel was the most important thing he did, for it brings salvation. And yes, I would declare that that is a very important part of what Jesus did. You might say, well, <clears throat> when he raised Lazarus from the dead, it, it set a precedent that we, which are alive and remain, or we, the dead in Christ, should rise first. It, and, and you could say, well, well, that could be, what, what without that, how could anybody re, be re raised from the dead? And so you could say, that is very, very important, and it is so. It is very important. Everything that he did, every minor detail that he did, and every one that he, that he healed, and, and, and all the, the words that he taught, and, and, and the scriptures that he brought forth, and, and uh, the gospel that he preached. Oh, there are so many important things Jesus did, and examples that he gave for us. But understand this. Bar none. Bar none of these things that I've told you before. 
the most important thing he did was forgive sin. The most important thing he did. In fact, it blew the Pharisees away. Who is this that can can claim that he can forgive sin. He raised that, those ones up and healed them. And he looked at them and he said, your sins be forgiven you. And they went crazy and they went wild. But not only did it prove that he was God manifest in the flesh, but what hope do you and I have if Jesus Christ cannot forgive sin? What hope do we have this day if, if Jesus cannot forgive sin? What, what reason have we to live today if Jesus cannot forgive sin? <clears throat> Jesus has the power. In fact, that's how we have life through Jesus Christ. That's the reason that we have hope through Jesus Christ. You can never be happy and be involved in sin. That's the reason Jesus came, to give us forgiveness for life, peace of mind, joy. Turn away from sin. Whoa, suddenly it got quiet. Amen. Sin brings misery. Sin brings hopelessness. Stand for righteousness and truth. You see, Jesus is alive. And his love and forgiveness is part of everything he is and everything that he does in our life. But we must turn away from sin. We must reject sin. We cannot afford to overlook sin and wrong. It's like a cancer that begins to spread. It starts just a little bit, and pretty soon it, it, it doesn't feel wrong. Then, then it, it gets to the point that it steals our joy. It steals our hope. It steals our peace. If Jesus can't forgive, there's no hope for anything. But he can forgive. There is hope. There are answers, but it starts with forgiveness. <clears throat> to understand, I believe it's Romans 3 and 23, all of sin and come short of the glory of God. We've all made mistakes, and perhaps there are those of us today, not perhaps, there are those of us today that... Uh, that, you know, you're, you're allowing certain things in your life. And Jesus has come to speak to you. Jesus has come to declare to you that he is the resurrection and the life, that he is hope for your life. Praise God. It's very evident when you begin to look at the scriptures and you see this is Peter and John are, are they've just been removed uh, just, a, just a short while from, from the day of Pentecost and, and the upper room experience where the power of God fell so mightily and so powerfully and, and God just moved. And, 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 and so they, they uh, at the hour of the a prayer, and Pastor Jason talked about it. I mentioned it a little bit in the lesson last Sunday. At the hour of prayer, Peter and John uh, went up to, uh, to pray, and, and there in front of the, the uh, gate called Beautiful, it was the most beautiful gate, <clears throat> there in front of that was a lame man, born lame. And you know, you know, you remember, you remember the quote, 
that the apostle Peter said. In fact, I think Brother Keith even quoted it uh, earlier today when he was giving uh, somebody, was it Matt's, Brother Willie something, <clears throat> and uh, a penny, I believe. And he, and he said this, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Wow. Acts chapter 3, look at this in verse number 7. And he took him by the right hand, and he lift him, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength. Verse number 8, and he leaping up stood and walked and entered in with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Verse number 9, and all the people saw him walking and praising God. Verse 10, and they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened to him. And they, this man had never entered the temple before. He had never been qualified to enter the temple because he was lame. He could not go because he had a blemish. He could not go into the temple. But there that day, suddenly, not just going into the temple, but leaping and jumping and walking and praising God. God for the glorious miracle that had happened in his life. Can you just for imagine, think on this. No more begging. His life changed from that one minute forevermore. No more depending on somebody to carry him and get him to the temple. No more seeing the looks and the cries and the and the disdain is those that look down on him and his condition. No more begging. Everything changed in his life that day. But what I want you to notice is this. Even though everything changed in that one moment, there was something that, that began to, to happen. Because the, the scribes and the Pharisees, those in in charge of the temple, they, <clears throat> they didn't really want him there, but they couldn't tell him to go because he's okay now. But they, you know, they begin to, begin to wonder and begin, a lot of talk began to go on. What's this guy, how, how did this, what happened? What, what took place here? You know, what, what you know, I guess, I guess maybe that, uh, that he had a good doctor. I guess he found some good doctor, and now that, now that he's doing a, a lot better, and, or, you know, they begin to quiz, and what are these strange things that took place? What is this that happened? And you know in the Scripture that Peter made no bones about it in Acts chapter 4, in verse number 10. He said this, Be it known unto you and all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand before you whole. Understand this. It wasn't just a doctor. He didn't just get better. But because of Jesus Christ, he is now standing. He is now leaping. He is now walking. He is now praising God because of the miracle that Jesus Christ came to give life. He said this, this is the stone which you builders 
set it not, which has become the head of the corner. Verse 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Wow. Such a tremendous, tremendous miracle. But it was through the name of Jesus. <clears throat> I, remember, I remember years ago we used to sing that song, Take the Name of Jesus with You. The name of Jesus, Jesus should be a part of all of our life. Come on, church. Let's raise our level of respect and reverence to Jesus Christ. There's no salvation without Jesus Christ. There's no hope. There's no help without Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our everything. Jesus Christ is the reason we're here. Jesus Christ is the reason that we feel the presence of God right now. Anything is possible in the house of God today simply because of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, what do I need to do? If you're struggling with something, if there's something that's pulling you down, if there's something that you feel convicted about that God says that's, you know, you're not doing well here, you're not doing right. Jesus is the forgiver. Jesus forgives. Hallelujah. Jesus, come on. You're in the house of God today. You're in the sanctuary. You're in the place that Jesus can touch you no matter what your need. You're in the place that Jesus can do a miracle for you. Come get healing today. Come receive answers today. Brother Jeff, come help me. Come receive answers today. You're in the house of God. Jesus Christ is your help and your hope through the only name that can save you. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. When I speak his name, when I breathe his name, I need you, oh Lord. I need Jesus. Hallelujah. In this house is several needs today. In this house is all sorts of questions. And there's those that need healing. There's family that need healing. There's those that need answers here today. I'm here to tell you, to declare unto you, Jesus Christ is here. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is here and he can do anything. Would you stand with me? Hallelujah. I just feel like, just feel like you're, you're letting things get the best of you. You're allowing thoughts and pressures to overcome you. You're allowing things to detract, to detract from your life. Jesus has come that you might have life. And not just life, but abundant life. You feel guilty from the past. 
you feel stained from stuff and things. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, don't you realize? The office of Jesus Christ, the very first purpose of Jesus Christ was to forgive and bring forgiveness. You're struggling with stuff you don't have to. You're pounded by things that is not necessary in your life. Come on. Come on, would you push aside the guilt? Would you push aside all of the stuff and the junk? And would you just approach the Lord Jesus Christ and say, Oh, Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, let your spirit, Lord Jesus, flow upon me. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I bind depression right now in the name of Jesus. I bind it by the authority and the power of the name of Jesus. I command that it go. I command that life begins to abound fresh. That hope springs forth. Hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is answers in the name of Jesus. Oh, oh, I feel the power of Jesus so strong right now. Would you step out from where you are and make your way into the presence of God? Jesus, I need you. Jesus, there's freedom I need in you. the name. There's healing in the name. Hallelujah. There is power in the name.